of like, what's a karmic relationship? Oh, when I'm, when I'm attracted to someone through my bullshit. Ah, yes, that's a karmic relationship. Got it. In 2020, my life began to take on a whole new direction. I left my corporate life and followed an inner calling. With a mix of fear and excitement, I took a big step forward. And since then, I have been on an inner quest to discover the truth of who and what I am. I share all that I'm discovering on this path of awareness in the hope that my story helps illuminate yours. Join me as we traverse this messy but beautiful human experience. This is Life with Cat Walsh. La 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 la. La 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 la. <laughs> Do you guys remember Daria, the show? I feel like that's like how, how, how to date yourself is when you just like start an episode with like a Daria reference. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 37. So like, I'm like the most squarely millennial age I feel like you could possibly be. I was born in 1986. That is like quintessential millennial. <laughs> anyway, this has nothing to do with the episode. This episode is about dating. More so, this episode is around actually revelations. And some revelations I recently had about myself that I wanted to share because I feel like, yeah, it's probably going to be relatable for a lot of us. Of course, the ways and the instances and the characters uh, will obviously be different, but there's some seeds of, of truth in this that I feel like are worth sharing and also some takeaways that have helped me really move through this, and that's also what I wanted to share. So let me take you back to a couple days ago, I guess. I was just feeling that I was ready. You know, it's coming to the end of the year, and I was like, I'm ready to continue to let go of everything that no longer serves me. And what I realized when I was kind of thinking about this letting go process was all of the material in my subconscious mind that I'm not aware of, which is like 90%, right? They say that like only 10% of our awareness is conscious and 90% is some weird deep funnel in the galaxy, <laughs> you know? And we don't know what's happening in there. And if we knew, it would be conscious, right? So, um, so I was aware of that. And I just felt this moment of, of courage a couple days ago. And I said a prayer that night. And I said, I'm ready to see whatever I'm meant to see that I have hidden away from my view, that I have buried in my subconscious, that is ready to be unearthed at this time so that I may, and I said with, with e easily and gently in a nurturing way, so it doesn't have to be so shocking and scary when things become unearthed. So I asked for that in my prayer to be shown, you know, whatever I needed to see <laughs> through gentleness and to be able to see it, to hold it, to love it, to integrate that feeling, and then ultimately to let it go through gratitude. And so I did my thing. I meditated a little bit before bed, and that was that. The next morning, I'm doing a little bit of at-home Pilates, and I have this, I'm just literally not thinking about anything. I was like pretty much like in my flow. It was towards the end of it, and somehow dating comes up. They're just like people have dated and who have dated. And the one of the unearthings happened in that moment. And I realized that almost every boyfriend, 
man that I've dated seriously, but almost just like men and many men in general that I've seemed to um, gravitate towards are unsafe men. And what I mean by unsafe is not that they were ever, you know, physically abusive or harmful in that way, but unsafe to my needs, right? Like, let me, let me give an example now. And well, yeah, how do I want to do this? Okay. Let me explain it through this, through a more linear story. Okay. So it started with, from what I remember now, it might date further back, but the thing that came to me when, uh, on the Pilates mat was my first love, my first boyfriend. I mean, I called him my boyfriend. I don't even know if he called me his girlfriend. I, he barely gave a shit about me. He barely gave me the time of day and I was, oh my God, like a puppy dog. I was so in love with him. I just, I couldn't, I wanted his attention and his affection and his love. And I lost my virginity to him when I was um, 16, day after I turned 16. And he was definitely not a virgin. He was older than me. And um, it was pretty like just, you know, another day for him and uh, a very, you know, like an impactful day for me. And the thing is, I, I don't know if I would have thought it was impactful at the time because I think I had a, a level of like toughness around myself, especially when I was 16. And yeah, I would say I definitely had like more of a toughness when I was 16. And um, I don't think I really acknowledged the imprint of the first person that you feel love towards and desire towards and lose your virginity towards um, wasn't available for you. In my case, available for me. He wasn't emotionally available there for me. He wasn't, he, he barely even hit it. I mean, I don't even know, like I hold the 16 year old part of myself because like not in a zillion years would I ever, ever be in a relationship like this right? Like I would never, I love myself far too much to ever be in a relationship where somebody treated me so carelessly. And he, to his credit, I mean, my, I feel like I was in my own kind of fantasy delusional land of this is more than it is. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I just wanted his attention, his attention as much as possible. And, and, I realized ever since that point, almost every guy that I seemed to be attracted to and that I liked were guys that felt out of reach for me, that didn't want me right away, that didn't, um, or like want to commit to me right away. And then eventually they would, um, and you know, it was fine for a while. And then that was that. And, you know, we went our separate ways and oftentimes just because of my doing and, or most of the time, I guess you could say. Um, and I was just retracking this like pattern of realizing like, oh, wow, uh oh, every guy, either they were a cheater, like my, you know, kind of second, first love, like longer boyfriend where we really were boyfriend, girlfriend <laughs> mutually, <laughs> um, was a bad, bad boy, bad boy cheater. But there was something about like having that bad boy type again, because definitely my first love was like that too. And, and he was cool. He was a cool guy. You know what I mean? Like cool, too cool for school. And I wanted that approval from that kind of, that cool swaggy vibe. 
Oh man, did that just, woo, not realizing, not realizing like what the impact of, of that was. And, and then going to like, so even my, even my very good relationships and, and starting in college actually started with like one of my loves who are still friends today. I mean, not like super close, but in the beginning of like that kind of like our freshman year in college, like he really was careless with me also. And kind of like would see me when he would see me and like I wasn't you know cherished and I didn't even have the I didn't have the concept of wanting or understanding what it was to be cherished in a relationship I feel like if I used the word cherished in college people would have been like that is so cheesy and like cringy and eye roll right and um yeah I just allowed I of course I didn't like it but there was a part of me that still was like drawn and I came back, I ended up having like a, um, because we were never actually together at that point, even though we spent, you know, time together in college, I ended up meeting another guy that I was in love with him in high school, you guys. Oh my God. But again, he was, he was a couple years older than me in high school and didn't give me the time of day. But when we met when I was 19 this time, he was like, hello, like didn't even remember me in high school. So it was like one of those like, you know, ego boost Everybody loves that. Like, I was definitely a little girl. <laughs> I had girl vibes, uh, even in high school, maybe until, like, my senior year. But I, I, yeah, I developed late and everything. So he didn't, he didn't notice when I was there, but he noticed me now. And there was something, like, again, gratifying about, oh, the cool guy. The cool guy I always wanted finally wants me. And this went on and on and I ended up telling that the, the college boyfriend I was first mentioning, um, it was my first like coming into my own self-worth and I was like, I was just treated like a queen this summer by someone and, I don't, and I'm not okay with you treating me like this any longer, something like that. And to, to that boyfriend's credit, um, he did a complete 180 and was amazing. And we ended up having like a wonderful two and a half year relationship in college and, or maybe even three years. And, um, it eventually, yeah, three years. And it eventually just kind of, I, it, I just knew he wasn't the one for me. Um, so I guess that was like, so it felt like the healthiest, you know? And then, but I realized as I kept tracking, I, I started to think now, and now my Pilates, my recent Pilates, sorry, I hope you guys can track this. I started to think of like all the guys that I seem to be attracted to and all of them were like the archetype of a cool guy wanting their attention, wanting their affection, wanting to be seen by them. Oftentimes it started in the same perpetual patterns of see you when I see you. Eventually they kind of fall for me we date and I, my, my, the shadow aspect, I guess you can, we can now call it was satisfied that I finally, that they finally saw my worth. Like I was always trying to prove my worth, like prove, like, don't you see how wonderful I am? Right. Like, but, but that's, that's what I was thinking, but re realizing like, right. If we realize that we're reflections of each other, that I never felt like enough to these guys, I always wanted to be like, can't you see who I really am? <laughs> it's such a sad, it, that just, that's choking me up because I feel like I want to say that. I wish I could have said that to myself. I'm saying it to myself right now, my young self, but like, 
can't you see who I am? Is what my soul was always trying to say to me the whole time. Like, can't you see me? I realized like very, like to up into the last guy. Remember you guys, I said that I was, I met someone and it was like, oh my God, all of it. You know, like mind, body, soul, the attraction was so crazy, so strong. But then I realized and I now looking at him, I was like, oh my God, he is literally the archetype of every unsafe kind of guy that I've gone for, which is this, um, it doesn't have to necessarily mean that they're obviously hot, but there's this kind of like aloof, like a too cool, too cool to be what I really wanted in them, you know, like that real, like, like sweet sweetness, or at least that's what I thought I wanted. And, and I do now, but like, okay, I'm getting off topic. Um, and, and this guy, the new, the newest one, um, that I had made a couple episodes about, if you've been on this life with catwalls track with me was, was just the, he liked attention. He was, you know, I think we all do, but like he really liked attention and he was very aware of his good looks and his charisma. And, um, you know, I got that it's like, it's very important for him to always have that feedback from as many people as possible about, especially like women, like about who he is. That's how he understood himself. Um, and his worth in the world. And, and I get that, you know, that's, that's not without judgment. That's just what I could see. And he was a younger guy, so I could really see it. But this whole time, the thing that I've been like, I don't want to say like battling with is I'm like, but I'm attracted to who I'm attracted. I want to be like, when I'm, when I am with the love of my life, when I say fuck yes to someone, I'm saying fuck yes to their mind, body, and soul. I, and by body, I mean like physical attraction. So, and placeholder, because this is, this is where the big revelation is coming. Physical attraction. I want to literally have like the hottest sex for hours and hours and hours. I want to yearn, like that kind of, like I've had sex with people I'm attracted to and people have sex and I'm like, fuck yes. Okay. Like cannot get enough, but not in an unhealthy way, but you know what I mean? Like, just like, damn. Um, and then, of course, mentally, just like I love to communicate. I, I want someone who's a seeker, who likes to talk about concepts, who thinks deeply about themselves, right? And, and, and connected to themselves. They don't have to be spiritual necessarily, but, but connected to spirit, their spirit, and, and to be open, right? And let me, of course, be as fucking weird as I want to be and be like, that's my babe. Now she's out there talking to aliens again. No problem. Love her. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And I was like, I want all of that. And so this is the big revelation as I was like, Oh, my attraction has always been through my shadow, through the hurt part of me. The, I've literally never, I don't think ever. Yeah. I'm, I mean, in this life experienced attraction through what my soul wanted for me a soul, not that I didn't have attraction to their souls, right? But they were, everything was almost, okay, karmic before this because my attraction to everybody I've dated previously was through a karmic pattern in myself, which is, why can't you see me? Why can't you love me? Why don't you want me? And why don't you want to be with me? 
over and over again. So everybody that was kind of served up in different forms, and mind, mind you, this lessened and lessened as my self-love journey continued, right? So like certainly the types of men that I dated in my 20s definitely changed to my 30s. But there were shades of it still in my 30s because I had never seen, seen that this entire time I've been acting in my karma when it comes to relationship. I've only been in karmic relationships in my whole life, right? And I think a lot of people have probably only been in karmic relationships their entire life. And realizing like what that actually means. Like I didn't actually know what that meant. Like what's a karmic relationship? Oh, when I'm, when I'm attracted to someone through my bullshit. Ah, yes, that's a karmic relationship. Got it. So now, okay, got it mentally, right? I just want to give that caveat. So by, by, this, by the light of awareness, by seeing that all of my, quote, attraction has been through the element of my shadow, that by just by fundamentally seeing it, we bring light to it. We bring healing to karma by consciousness. It's actually not by like, and now how do I fix this? It's already being the, the um, what is it like? It, it can't haunt anymore in the same way. It might come up, but now it's conscious to me. And when it's conscious, we can ask for it to be let go. We can ask for grace to come in and say, please help me let go of the part of me that still wants, you know, to, to be seen and loved by that type of person, you know, whatever it is. And now my prayer for myself is I'm ready to experience attraction through my soul. I'm ready to experience attraction through what my soul yearns for, through the love of my soul. I am ready to experience dharmic relationships in my life now. Dharmic relationships, relationships that are there to, um, not that we're not going to learn from each other, but through loving, through both of our mutual self-love, we come together, right? I keep, I kept thinking I was already there and I feel like, you know, I'm still like on the path, but like this felt like big for me. Where now when I'm setting my mantras and my prayers for my soul to feel that attraction, that maybe the physical, um, what normally would have been my like quote type, the attraction is not the same anymore where I want to just like want them in that physical way where when I meet someone, it doesn't matter what they look like, what gender they are. I'm very open to literally anything that's on the same vibrational match and attraction through love, true love, soul connection love. And I am so excited about it. First of all, it certainly opens up the dating field, I imagine. Well, actually, I don't know, because now I'm talking about uh, vibrational soul love. That means that the men that I'm now asking to be called in for is the kind that are who absolutely love and honor themselves. They love and honor themselves. A true divine masculine man and women, right? Like we all hold both, right? Um, all of those, the kind of love that I have been building in myself, the worth that I have been building 
in myself, the, the way that I look at myself, the value, the way that I'm so proud of myself now. Now that's the match that I'm looking for. And I'm asking my spirit, please make my physical attraction now part of soul connection, of dharmic connection. And say, thank you so much to all of the karmic learnings and lessons in relationships that I've gone through. Thank you so much. And I'm ready to set out in this new path. So I hope you enjoyed this little story. I hope it was illuminating in some ways. I'm going to come back on um, towards the end of the year too and just give you like an end of the year recap because there's been so much amazing blessings, so many amazing opportunities, so many huge milestones that I've experienced already. I truly feel like this, the energetic new year is starting in December, not January. And if you're feeling that too, you don't have to. And everybody's like talking about, uh, you know, like not doing anything December or like this is just about closing out cycles and da 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 da. I don't know about that. If you're also feeling that actually the energetic cycles are opening in December and that the closing is November, then go with that because that's what I feel. I feel like I'm wrapping up some loose ends and doing some things and I'm getting ready in this last few days of November because my new year starts December 1st. All right, can I get an amen? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't have my cards, but I love you guys. I'll see you next time.